Hello everyone, this is Anthony Stockwell here again from Hadlow College. Welcome to our latest podcast. This podcast is related to grass identification. And what we're going to do is going to give you hints, tips, strategies um, and go through how to identify grasses for the endpoint assessment. Um, now this task is a mandatory task. You must pass it to achieve the, the overall grade at the endpoint assessment and um there are certain features involved in it and this is the sort of contents that we're going to go through in this podcast. So we're going to go through how to identify the grasses, um, going to go through the Latin names of the grasses, going to go through how to identify the seed of the grasses and um, also go through the performance characteristics for each of the grasses. Now, for the level two certificate in golf greenkeeping, there's only five grasses that we're actually interested in. Um, just five and I'm going to read out the five grasses now um, so first of all we have perennial ryegrass um, the latin name or the scientific name for that is lolium perenne the second grass species we're interested in is bent grass um, latin names for this are agrostis uh, capillaris or agrostis stolonifera the third grass we're interested in is fescue, and we're particularly looking at the fine fescues here. The Latin name for creeping red fescue is Festuca rubra rubra, which is the easiest one to remember. So that's Festuca rubra rubra. Um, we're going to have a look at our fourth grass species, which is smooth stalked meadow grass, purpretensis. And the last grass species we're going to have a look at is annual meadow grass. The Latin name for that is Poa annua. Okay, so on the day of the endpoint assessment, you need to identify these grasses. And I would strongly advise all of you to know exactly where these are on your golf course, particularly on your chosen hole, as you're going to be walking that hole with the examiner. So what you want to do is find a little patch of these in advance. Uh, make sure you're able to identify them. Um, a good sort of backup if you can't actually find them all out on your golf course is to grow your own pots. Um, get some seed, uh, get some seed from from work or if you're unable to do that we can provide you a seed here at the college. But I strongly advise you to find them out on the golf course. Okay, what we're going to do now is we're going to go through each of those five grasses. Going to go through the identification features seed um, for the vegetative format and the seed okay so first of all we're going to go through perennial ryegrass the latin name scientific name um, is lolium perenne i'll just explain that so the the genus is lolium and the species is perenne um, you get higher marks at the endpoint assessment if you're able to give the latin names um, the Latin name means the same as scientific names. Um, botanical name is another term used, but they all mean the same thing. Um, different people use different terms, but uh, Latin name is probably the most common term that is used. But any, <coughs> excuse me. Anyway, let's get back to perennial ryegrass. Now it's a tufted grass, so that means it it tends to grow from from one central point um, at the base of the plant. Um, it's a very compact grass species. It's a deep emerald green colour, very, very green. Um, 
tend to find that it's a shiny grass species as well, and one side of the leaf is shinier than the other. I think one one real key factor about the grass species that I find the most easiest to identify is the red stem base. The, the very crown of the plant, which is the very very sort of nestled in part, just above the surface, you'll find it's a very purpley, deep red colour. And that's a really good way of identifying this grass species. Um, the, the youngest leaf which emerges is also folded and that can be another identification feature for this grass species. The seed species is um, it's a fairly large seed. Um, it's a lot larger than bent seed and smooth stalk meadow grass seed. The, the end of the seed is fairly blunt. Um, and it has a sunken channel and in, from my perspective in my eyes it kind of almost looks like a hollow cortine um, it's very different to the fescue seed I will make comparisons with that later uh, the fescue seed is a similar size but the fescue seed is a lot thinner and has um, what's called an awn a hair at the end of it okay for for Ryegrass, um, perennial ryegrass, and now going to talk through the performance characteristics. And when we mention performance characteristics, these are reasons why the grass species is desirable. Uh, it's, it's likely that the examiner will ask you for performance characteristics. So it's key to have these on the tip of your tongue ready for the endpoint examiner. Now, some of the really good things about perennial ryegrass is that it's very hard wearing. It copes well with winter recovery. Uh, it's got quite a thick leaf. So with this in mind, it's, it's a very good grass species for our golf tees, for our walkways, perhaps for our fairways that take a lot of golf, that take um, a lot of foot traffic. You'll also tend to find perennial ryegrass is used a lot on football pitches, rugby pitches, um, horse racing, particularly where high intensity turf that needs to recover quickly the seed germinates quickly as well um, so that's why it's really good in our teas because on our teas we need that quick recovery we need it to repair from divots that are constantly taken out of it other performance characteristics from ryegrass um, it's fairly good at shade tolerance uh, and it it goes into dormancy um, in dry periods so it is quite drought resistant it doesn't look particularly good um, if it doesn't have enough water but it is drought resistant now a couple of negative things about the grass species um, it doesn't in dry summers it can actually be quite difficult to cut and uh, it doesn't go through cylinder myrrh blades so you often get stalks that come up on your fairways um, it doesn't tolerate low heights of cut, um, any lower than a T's height of cut, any lower than about 10 millimetres. It doesn't really perform so well. So you can't, you won't really find it on um, greens. You won't ever use it on greens um, as a, as a, for a ball to roll across it. It's, it's not, doesn't perform so well in that category. So that's the, the main things about perennial ryegrass. What I'd like to do is find it on your hole, look out for it, make sure you know exactly where it is. It, and if you can find it, you'll do really well on your endpoint assessment.
as mentioned, it's a mandatory task. So you, to get a pass, you must be able to identify it. Okay, the next grass species we're going to talk about is bent grass. There are two main types of bent grass. You only need to identify one of them on your hole, on your golf course walk as part of this. So first of all, you've got common bent grass. Uh, the Latin name for that is Agrostis capillaris or creeping bent grass has a different growth habit um, compared to the, the common bent grass. The Latin name for that one is Agrostis stolonifera. Now, what we're going to do now is talk about and identifying that grass species and the key identification features. Now, one thing that's quite interesting about bent grass is, why is it called bent grass? Um, well, it's called bent grass because it grows sideways. It grows bent. Um, very easy to remember that. Um, bent grass grows sideways. So uh, one of the things that it produces is a lot of stolons. Now, they're the overground stems. Um, have a look for those. Um, see if you can identify those. You may, may need to get on your hands and knees when you're doing those. Get really close to the grass uh, and you'll be able to see those. Um, other identification features include that the leaf is rolled in the shoot. Um, if you look really closely, you'll be able to see ribbing on the, the leaf. The ribbing is the up and down tram lines on the leaf blade. The leaves don't have any hairs on them. Um, the leaves are dull on the underside. You tend to find that they are a greeny blue kind of shade of green. They're kind of a monotone, consistent grey blue as well. Um, and one of the key one of the real key features that I find re really easy on bent grass to identify is that the leaf is pointed. It's a almost like a knife-shaped pointed tip. It's very sharp, so look out for that on bent grass. Okay, now the seed identification is probably the easiest seed to identify, and that is because the seed is tiny. It almost looks like dust. It is very, very small. Um... In a cross section, it almost looks like a tear shape through a microscope, um, or if you're looking at it very, very close. The seed also is quite sticky, um, so if you put your finger on it, um, the seed will stick to your hand, will stick to your finger. Um, but the, the main feature of this seed is that it is very, very small and also quite expensive. Um, performance characteristics for bent grass, so why is it good? The leaf texture is very fine, uh, produces a very high shoot density. It produces a lot of leaf blades in a small area. It's very good for fine turf. Um, it tolerates a low height of cut, so you can mow it down, shave it down really short. Um, does well on golf greens. Um, it can also tolerate very warm temperatures, So, uh, and it also grows well during hot periods. So... In, in July, August, this grass species is doing well. Um, negative features about this grass species, well, I've already mentioned it's very expensive. It's This is sort of the luxury, the, the main grass species. So it is, it is a bit more expensive. Um, it does require quite a bit of moisture, water, uh, so it may need supplementary irrigation. Um, but it, overall, this is a very good grass species if you look after it well. 
Um, in terms of maintenance, it does require quite a lot of verticutting, brushing to keep the grass growing upright. Um, again, what I'd like you to do is find this golf, uh, find this grass species out on the golf course and make sure you learn exactly where it is. You could find it anywhere on the golf course. You're likely to find it on your greens. Um, you could find it in longer rough as well. If you're going to find it in the rough, look out for the seed. Uh, and try and find it that in the summer um, when it's seeding. The next grass species that we're going to talk about is fescue grass or fescue. Um, the Latin, the easiest Latin name to remember here is creeping red fescue, which is Festuca rubra rubra. Rubra means red in Latin or the scientific name. Festuca means fescue. And it's, it's particularly easy to remember that one, Festuca rubra rubra. Again, if you can remember the Latin names, you're going to get higher grade at the endpoint assessment. Now, what do fine fescue grasses look like? What are the identification features? Um, very spiky, almost needle-like, very, very thin leaf blade. Uh, it's quite compact and has sort of a dense growth habit. Um the the actual leaf some people say it looks like a tube um rhizomes can be present on the grass species um and also if you were to look underneath the surface it's very deep rooted again find this grass species out in the golf course it should be one of the easier grass species to identify um i'm going to go through the seed identification now now the seed it's fairly long. It's it's roughly about the same size as ryegrass seed, um, but importantly, it's ever so slightly thinner, um, and has a an awn on it. The awn is almost like a hair, almost like a spike on the seed, um, and it, it tends to stick out the thinner end of the seed. So really, have a look out for that awn, the the spiky end to the seed. Next, we're going to talk about the performance characteristics for fescue grass. Um, well, because it's so fine and uh, has such a, a small leaf texture, uh, it has a, um, it's very good for ball roll. Um, the, the ball rolls across it smoothly. If you have this grass species in your rough, you'll be able to find your ball quickly in it um, because the grass is so fine. Um, it has a high shoot density tends to which means you tend to have a lot of shoots within a small area but again it is fine um it tends to, you tend to find this grass species in very dry conditions if you go down the coast if you go to our lynx golf courses or our sand dunes or even our heathland golf courses which have sandy soils you will find a lot of fescue grasses it doesn't require much irrigation either, so you can save money there. Another thing it doesn't require much of is nutrients, so you don't really need to fertilise it too much. It, it doesn't mind improv impoverished nutrient-deficient soils. Now, because of this, it's actually also a very slow-growing grass species, so it doesn't need mowing so often. Um, I mean, ryegrass, bent grass, you probably need to mow that on a... If it, let's say, for example, if it was on a teeing surface, you'd need to mow that about three times a week during the growing season. Whereas in comparison, you could probably get away with um, a fescue grass, mowing it once a week, once every 10 days, because it just doesn't grow as much. You'd also save a lot of money here on machinery costs, diesel costs, 
So in all in all, it's a, it's a very good grass species, uh, very good for presentation, drought resistant, as we've mentioned. Um, it's, it's just an all round very good grass species. Um, negative side of it, um, it can be a little bit more expensive than some of the other grass species, um, but you'll probably save money in terms of less inputs, less fertiliser, less irrigation. It can tolerate low heights of cut and it can be cut at greens mowing height. Um, a, neg a slightly negative thing is that it doesn't cope well with... Um, doesn't cope well with lots of traffic, lots of high intensity wear and tear. You will find it quite a bit on tees, but compared to our perennial ryegrass, it, it just cannot cope with um, numerous rounds of golf, numerous foot traffic, numerous um, wear and tear and compaction. Okay, um, where are you going to find this on your golf course? Um, quite typically, fescue grass, interestingly, um, because it likes those dry soils, I would recommend having, if you've got bunkers on your chosen hole, have a look at the bunker face. Um, particularly if you've got a south-facing bunker face, uh, that bunker face will often have lots of sand splash on that face. Um, it could be south-facing because it's drier, because it's on the bunker edge, it's going to be drier as well. So quite often on bunker edges or slopes on the golf course, you will find a lot of fescue grasses. You don't tend to find as much fescue grass on parkland golf courses as you do on links or heathland golf courses due to the soil. But you will, every I suspect every golf course in the UK will have fescue on it somewhere. Okay, so the, the next grass species we're going to talk about is smooth-stalked meadowgrass. The Latin name is Poa pretensis. Poa pretensis, that is. Um, so I just want to make a real key difference here between Poa pretensis and Poa annua. These are two different species of grasses. Um, a lot of greenkeepers, a lot of golf course managers will call the grass Poa. Now when, they, when they're saying Poa, they're referring to annual meadowgrass, Poa annua, and not referring to Poa pretensis. For my students here, please, guys, these are two separate grass species, and we, we need to remember that they are two separate species. They're almost like cousins in terms of they're, they're, they're from the same genus, but as far as your assessment, as far as your course is concerned, they're com two completely different grasses. And at the moment, we're talking about smooth-stalked meadowgrass. The Latin name, again, is Poa pretensis. Now, how can you identify this grass species? probably out of all the grass species actually the most difficult one to identify um, but let's not use that as an excuse let's um, make sure we can identify it in our chosen hole um, so first of all the leaves are folded what I'd recommend is um, if you think you found it tear a bit of the leaf blade off um, turn it sideways and see if you can see uh, a V the if you hold it sideways have a real close look at it um, and viewed from above if you're looking down on the grass the the leaf is shaped like a v uh, because it is folded has tram lines that are visible on either side of the leaf blade um, has a very sort of deep sunken central channel through the leaf um, the smooth 
uh, there's a little bit of a hint in the name here. It's smooth stalked meadow grass. It has a smooth leaf blade. There's no hairs on it. It is smooth. Um, has a blunt tip to the the leaf blade. Um, and if you dig the the grass out, it has rhizomes on it, which is present. Just above the 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 crown of the plant, you will tend to find it is a kind of like a limey, milky white color. As it comes through to the the leaf blade, it's a very dark emerald green color. For the seed identification, um, what you need to do is you need to have a really close look at the seed. It's a very small seed, um, but it's a lot bigger than bent grass. In my opinion, it's probably about two or three times the size of bent grass, but it's a lot smaller than the fescue or ryegrass seed. Um, the seed is triangular. If, if you look at it from a cross section, the seed is triangular. Um, and if you roll it between your finger and thumb, you can actually feel that each that there's almost like um, a side to it that you can feel um, you can feel that it's not round it's it's got some texture to it um, but the main thing about the seed is the size it is a small seed but it's nowhere near as small as bent so if we go on to talk about the performance characteristics in other words why is the grass species desirable there are a number of key things um, about smooth stalked meadow grass um, first of all, it's very drought resistant, uh, can cope with dry conditions. It's very hard wearing as well. Um, it, it's, you can find it a lot on golf tees. Um, the only thing is, um, it's very slow to establish. I'm going to come on to that in a minute, but if you can, if you can establish it on your golf tees, it can do well. Um, it has rhizomes that grow underneath the surface. Uh, they're very strong, those rhizomes, so they're actually quite good at holding the soil, um, anchoring that soil in, um, firming up the surface, which, which can be a very positive thing. Um, as mentioned, it has a very deep green colour, which can be a, a good performance characteristic. Um, now, in Kent, we actually have quite a lot of smooth stalk meadow grass, and that's because smooth stalk meadow grass tends to do better in alkaline soils than a lot of the other grass species. In Kent, we do have um, quite a lot of alkaline soils, um, especially near areas that have chalk soils. So um, have a look near the downs, have a look at those sort of sites. You will find quite a lot of smooth stalk meadow grass where the alkaline soils are. Um, a couple of negatives about the grass species is that it's very slow to establish. From seed, it can take about three weeks to germinate. So unfortunately, um, it, it does take a little while to grow. But once it does grow, you know it's there, it's strong, it's stable um, due to those rhizomes and very hard wearing. I'd recommend finding this grass species smooth stalk meadow grass out on your hole if you can't get it out in your hole make sure you grow it in a pot make sure you grow it in a nice large pot so you can identify the features okay the next grass species we're going to talk about is annual meadow grass and as mentioned this is a very different grass species has very different features compared to smooth stalked meadow grass um, in terms of identifying it by far the easiest way to identify it is to look out for the seed. Um, 
many times a year it will uh, particularly during the spring it will produce numerous and numerous amounts of seed heads um it can also produce those seed heads at um at green's mowing height so even at 2 mil 3 mil 4 mil you will see the white seed heads a golf green can often look white in color because of these um because of these seed heads and they almost reflect the light to make it look very shiny from a distance it can look white in color um other ways that you can identify it um the youngest leaf uh the emerging leaf is folded it does have tram lines on the the leaf um if you look really carefully at the leaves some of them can actually be crinkly in in sort of nature um the grass species also has fairly shallow and short roots. Um, it can, uh, as mentioned, the main thing is though look out for those seed heads at low mowing heights. Towards the base of the plant, it has a kind of limey green, milky white um, sort of base to the plant, but so does smooth stalk meadow grass. So um, that isn't the best feature, but can help with identification. Now, quite interestingly, you don't need to identify this grass species by seed. You need to identify five grasses um, in vegetative format. You need to identify the five grasses, but you only need to identify the four seeds. The seeds you need to identify are ryegrass or perennial ryegrass, bentgrass, fescue and smooth stalked meadowgrass. You do not need to identify annual meadowgrass as part of the endpoint assessment by seed. Okay, so now let's talk about the performance characteristics. In other words, what is good about annual meadow grass? Um, the grass species can be quite controversial. Um, you will find that roughly about 90% of the golf courses in the UK will have annual meadow grass on their golf greens. And some people don't like it, some people do. Um, it, it's there. Um, you will find this golf, this grass species throughout your golf course. The most likely place you'll find it is on the greens and look out for the seed heads. It can produce excellent putting surfaces. If you look after it well, um, it can produce very good ball roll, very smooth ball roll. Uh, it can perform very good and they can be quite quick. Um, it is a highly invasive grass species. Um, so it invades a bare patch of soil very quickly. It will often be the first grass species to enter any bare soil. Um, as mentioned, it can produce a lot of um, seed. Um, it tends to grow all year round. Uh, it may go into dormancy in the summer when it's particularly hot. It may even die in the summer um, if it's not provided with irrigation. Um Part of other negatives, it does require a lot of fertiliser, does require a lot of water, and it does need to be mown often to maintain good surfaces. It's kind of almost like a high-input grass species. Um, if you put a lot in, you'll get a lot out of it, but it is expensive to maintain. It does require fungicides, uh, particularly on, on greens, so it may get maybe prone to disease and um, microdopium patch or fusarium disease. It is very susceptible to this disease, particularly on the, the greens. So look out for that disease on the on your greens. Okay, so those are the five grass species that you need to identify. 
you must be able to identify them to get a pass. To get higher marks, you need to recall the Latin names. Um, you must be able to identify the four grass species to get a pass for the by seed. Um, and to get the Latin names and performance characteristics will elevate your grade from a pass up to a distinction. And obviously that's what we want you guys to get. So just to summarise, the five grass species you need to identify are perennial ryegrass, Lolium perenne, bent grass, Agrostis stolonifera or Agrostis capillaris, Agrostis capillaris, um, fescue grass is our third grass, um, Festuca rubra rubra is the easiest Latin name there to remember. The fourth grass species is smooth stalked meadow grass, Purpretensis. The last one um, is annual meadow grass, Poa annua is a Latin name. I'm just going to talk to you a little bit more about the seed identification. As mentioned, it's a mandatory task, every student must identify by seed. I'm going to talk to you about the way I would do it, the way that I think is easiest for students to identify seed. So quite often the examiners will present you with four pots of seed or it may be in a laminate sheet. Um, have, a, have a look at the um, seed carefully. Take your time on doing it. Um, you don't want to be rushing this at all. And the, uh, the same would apply for the grass species. You really need to be getting on your hands and knees, looking really closely at the seed and the grasses when you're identifying them. When you're identifying the seed, I would go for the bent grass first. It's by far the smallest seed. It's by far the easiest one to identify. It's so small, it just looks like dust. Very, very small. The second seed that I would identify next is the smooth-stalked meadowgrass. Again, have a look at it closely. The smooth-stalked meadowgrass is approximately two or three times larger than the bent grass. That will leave us next with two other seeds to identify. Those seeds are fescue and ryegrass. They're approximately about the same length, the same size. The fescue grass is very fine, uh, ever so slightly finer than the ryegrass. It will have an awn or a sort of spiky end at one, one end, the thinner end of the seed. So have a look for that spiky edge. You may need to look very, very closely at the seed. The ryegrass, in contrast, has a blunt end to the seed. It's, it's almost slightly rounder. Um, in nature and it, it's more more blunt more sort of compact more stubby compared to the thinner fescue but you really need to have a look at them nice and close to see those differences so that's how I would be identifying the seed firstly bent then your smooth stalk meadow grass then your fescue or your rye do you can do those side by side but do take your time on them there's one last question the examiner may ask you or is likely to ask you. And that question is very similar to, to what I'm going to propose to you now. And that is when we go out to, to sow a new seed or when we, we got an area of, of soil that needs seeding, why would we use a variety of seeds? Why would we, not, why would we go with more than one different type of seed? Now the answer here is that it's really important for the surface 
to benefit from a range of different characteristics. And what you need to do is you need to reel off all of the ideas, all of the examples that we've been talking about. Now, as we know, different grass species have different features. So you need to explain those features to get a high mark. Um, I'm just going to go through some of them now. Um, first of all, we know bent grass is very expensive. So we may not necessarily want to put the most expensive one out. Um, different grass species have different drought and wear tolerance. So again, by putting one out, um, and let's say it's a very wet um, period, a, wet, a grass species that does better in wet conditions may do better than the grass species that only does well in drought conditions. Um, another reason is dr dr disease resistance. A disease may wipe out one grass species rather than um, if we had two seeds down, you'd have a greater chance that that seed or some seed would be viable and would live through. Shade tolerance is another idea. Um, heights of cut. You may want um, a grass species to initially establish and then lower the height of cut over time. Um, speed of establishment is a very important factor. As we know, um, perennial ryegrass can establish very quickly. Um, some of the other grass species like fescue or smooth stalk meadow grass can take a little bit longer to establish. Again, wear tolerance is a big factor, uh, especially if we're seeding in an area like a tea. Um, appearance can be another factor. Temperature, heat and cold resistance can all be characteristics that you'd want to put down more than one different type of seed. It's an interesting question. I'd like you to, to all have a think about it. Uh, reflect upon that question as it it's likely to come up in your exam. Okay, so... We've gone through our different grass species, um, lots of different things we've covered in in this podcast related to the grass identification, particularly the first and foremost, the identification, also the Latin names, uh, the performance characteristics and the seed identification. As mentioned, this is a mandatory task and make sure you learn everything in this podcast. Make sure you're able to recall um, as much information as possible and identify those on your golf course. Have a walk out on your chosen hole, go out with your manager, go out with your tutor, try and find the grasses and I'm sure you do, you'll do. you do really well. If anyone's got any questions, queries or things they want to talk about, ask um, after listening to this podcast. Get in touch with us and we'll be more than happy to help you. Thank you guys for listening and um, log on, see if you can get our other podcast as well great to catch up with you guys. Thank you very much.